Well, happy Tuesday, everybody. Pastor Steve here, and thank you for being with me today for this devotion. We are in the seventh chapter of Mark's Gospel. I hope, as always, you've already read the chapter. That's what I always encourage you to do is read the chapter before listening to these devotions and write in your journal what God taught you, what God said to you, what you learned about God, what you learned about life, what you learned about any topic, and then how are you going to put that to practice in your life? How are you going to respond to it? Then listen to or watch these uh, devotions. All right, chapter seven, just to begin with, just a, a note of explanation before I share devotionally what God spoke to my heart. Uh, the explanation concerns the encounter Jesus had with uh, the woman who was a Gentile, the Syrophoenician Phoenician woman who had a daughter that was possessed by a demon. And, uh, and in particular, what I want to comment on is what appears to be the harshness, the harshness, can't talk, harshness of Jesus' comment to her in verses 26 and following. So let's look at it. It says, now the woman was a Gentile of the Syrophoenician race. And she kept asking him, she was, you might say, badgering Jesus to cast the demon out of her daughter. And he was saying to her, let the children be satisfied first, for it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. Now we understand that in life we feed our kids at the table. We don't feed our dogs the food that's meant for the kids. But that's how Jesus speaks to this woman who's asking him to heal her daughter, cast out this demon. I can't. It's not right, not right for me to give the food meant for the children to the dogs, is it? And she replies in verse eight, verse 28, yes, but Lord, but, but even the dogs under the table feed on the children's crumbs. <laughs> they eat what falls on the floor. Um, why was Jesus so harsh? I mean, let's just be honest. It is a harsh statement. It's not because Jesus felt that way about her. It's because the Jews did. And he's trying to teach both the Jews and the Gentiles that their attitude is wrong. You see, the Jews had all of these rituals for being spiritually clean, the way they would wash their hands and their bodies, wash their utensils, all these rituals they would go through to be pure. Gentiles didn't do that, so they considered the Gentiles to be dirty, to be unclean, unholy, because they didn't follow all those rituals. And because they were God's special people, the Gentiles were less. They were dogs. You know, yeah, they're, 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 we, need, we don't need to abuse them, but they're not like the kids. And so Gentile dogs how they would think about a Gentile, how some very devout Jews would look at a Gentile. Not all, but, but many of us, a part of their culture. And Jesus is, is repeating what they say and what they think and then shows them through this Syrophoenician woman that even Gentiles can have great faith. And he heals the daughter. And in this whole experience, He's not being harsh. He's actually teaching the Jews that they're wrong and the Gentiles that they matter. Now, 
my devotional thought. What did God say to my heart? It has to do with the story of Jesus healing the deaf man who troubled to make who, who had great trouble making any sounds to communicate. And if you know deaf people, you can understand that. Verses 32 and following. Let's look at it real, real quickly in chapter 7, verses 32 and following. They brought to him, brought to Jesus one who was deaf and spoke with difficulty. And they implored him, Jesus, to lay his hand on him, to, to heal him. And Jesus took him aside from the crowd by himself and put his fingers into his ears. And after spitting, he touched his tongue with the saliva. And looking up to heaven with a deep sigh, he, Jesus, said to him, and I can't pronounce that word, that is, be open, and the man's tongue and ears were open. He began to speak plainly. What spoke to my heart was verse 34, when in the process of healing this man, Jesus looked up to heaven and he sighed deeply with a deep sigh. How does God feel about human suffering? This is an example of how God really feels. A deep sigh. And I love that image. <clears throat> because with love, one day... God will take his hand and wipe away every tear from our eyes and put an end to all pain and suffering. This body that hurts, that gets sick, that dies, will be swallowed up in victory as we are given a resurrected body fit for eternity and heaven. Until then, we sigh and he sighs with us, gives us peace, gives us hope, gives us knowledge of the future, and gives us strength for the day. Now, sometimes he gives physical healing, but not always. But here's the thing. Physical healing is always temporary because Jesus may heal you of something, but eventually your body is going to be sick again and you will die. The only healing that is everlasting is the resurrection. When Jesus wipes away the tears and he sighs no more. Until then, sometimes he heals. Many times he doesn't. Until then, he gives us his presence, which brings peace and strength and hope and joy and strength. Until then, he sighs with us every time we sigh. He is touched by our pain. That is our God. I'll see you tomorrow as we look at chapter 8.